the Damon Runyon Theater. Once again, the Damon Runyon Theater brings you another story by the master storyteller, Damon Runyon. And this one, Pick the Winner. And to tell it to you, here is Broadway. Thanks. It is one winter, and I am in Miami, Florida, with a character named Hot Horse Heidi. How I get there is quite a long story. And it goes back to one cold night when I am sitting in Mindy's, when in comes Hot Horse Heidi and his ever-loving fiancée, Miss Cutie Andrews. Now, the peculiar thing is not that I go to Miami, but what happens there with Hot Horse Heavy, Cutie, myself, and a character named Professor Woodley is a story for the books. And I will tell it to you in a minute. And now, back to the Damon Runyon Theater and the famous story, Pick the Winner. As I am saying, I am sitting one cold night in Mindy's when in walks Hot Horse Heidi and his ever-loving fiancée, Miss Cutie Andrews. Now, Hot Horse gets his name from the fact that he has always got a hot horse for somebody the better. In short, Heidi is a top makes his living that way. Hmm, such as it is. Miss Judy Andrews, on the other hand, is more than 100% all right in anybody's life. And it is a constant wonder to all citizens why she puts up with her. But she does. And this makes her all the more all right. Well, Hot Horse and Cutie come over to me and sit down. And we speak as fathers. Hiya, Broadway. Baby, how are you? Cutie, how goes it? Pretty good, Broadway. Broadway, I have got a proposition for you. Oh, uh-huh. How would you like to go to Miami, Florida? Doing what? As my guest. Your guest? Uh, tell you what. I have a ticket here for tomorrow's train. I do not understand. Why do you have a ticket for me? Well, me and Cutie always goes down for the season at Hialeah. We each already have a ticket. Maybe wait a minute. I still do not understand what this has got to do with me. Let me tell him, Herbie. I think I make it very clear. Broadway. Yeah, Cutie. Remember old Mr. Donlin? Donlin, Donlin. Oh, sure. Yeah, what about him? He is also going to Miami, Florida. Oh, that is nice. He will like it. Mm, maybe. He died, Broadway. I am sorry. Yeah. He was a nice old guy. Anyway, his home was in Miami. They are sending him back there. And the railroad company says he has got to be accompanied by a passenger. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You want me? Oh, no. No, that is out. But look, Broadway, you get a free trip to the land of sunshine. You will bask in the sun and bathe in the waters of the Gulf, like Judy and me will do. When there is a racetrack around, I will lay more than a little six to five. You cannot even point in the direction of the Gulf when you are in Miami. Please, Broadway, do this for me. Find somebody else. I cannot. I will not do it. Oh, look, it's starting to snow outside. Paper says the temperature's going to drop way down. Judy. I am talking business. I bet we're in for one of those early cold winters. Snow's getting thicker. Yeah. Yeah, it is. You know, it never snows in Miami. Cutie, what has that got to do with what we are talking about? Nothing. Only, 
Oh, nothing. That's what I said. Well, guess we'll have to find someone else, Herbie. Too bad you won't go with us, Broadway. Uh, 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 wait a minute. Yeah? How long will you stay? Long enough to make a killing. I got the names of some pretty hot horses. Hmm. Tell you what, I will do it for you as a favor. But only as a favor, you understand? Oh, sure. We understand, Broadway. Uh-huh. I guess you do understand, cutie. So, that is how I find myself in Miami, Florida. But going down there on the train, I am sitting with Cutie Andrews, and for the first time, I get to know her real well. It is very surprising what I learn about her. Like, for example, what she tells me the second day out. I like to ride on trains. Me, I can take them or leave them alone. I guess it's not the train. It's what I see. Scenery? I like to go through the little towns. Look at the people. Their houses. I do not notice them. I do. Broadway, what kind of a house do you like? House? You mean to live in? Yeah, to live in. Well, one is as good as another. As long as it is a house. Why? I like the little white ones with the green shutters. And vines growing over. <sighs> it is something I never think much about. I do. Lots of times. I'd like a house like that, Broadway. <laughs> Give me a slice of the moon thrown in. I got as much chance of getting it. Cutie, look, uh, it is none of my business, but about you and Hot Horse Herbie... We were going to be married ten times. Did you know he once won $11,000 on a race? No. Well, he did. Blew it right back on the next one. It's like that all the time. I've been wearing this engagement ring so long, my arm's green up to the elbow. Well, why do you stick with it? Why? <laughs> Maybe I feel sorry for the little guy. Always reaching for something he can't touch. You are a 100% all right doll, cutie. Yeah, 100%. I'll trade you half for one look at a little white house with green shutters and vines growing over it. Huh. Gotta have soft music for all this, Broadway. I hope you get that little house someday, cutie. Maybe I will. Who knows? Maybe I will. Maybe Herbie will hit a streak someday. Aha, here you are. Been looking for you. Look, I've been going through the form. I got a stack of hot horses that'll set me up, but good. But good. I hope it does, Herbie. Mm-hmm. See what I mean, Broadway? Huh? What are you talking about? Oh, nothing at all, Herbie. Nothing at all. Well, we get to Miami, Florida, and put up at a hotel. Judy says no more about the little white house. It's like she forgets all about it. But I do not. I keep rooting for Herbie to pick the winners. But he does not. He is not able to get in the money. We are almost broke and are at the track one day when the scene is as follows. You see Herbie anyplace Broadway? Uh-uh. Well, last I saw of him, he was trying to tout somebody for a bet. With his luck? Yeah, with his luck. Well, we missed two weeks of winter back in New York. How do we get back? Like... Oh, there's Herbie. Where? Over there by the mutual windows. Talking to the tall guy smoking the pipe. Which one? The one in the suit that looks like it is never pressed. Oh, I see him. I wonder who he is. I never see the guy before. Oh, Herbie must be slipping. You'll never get that character to split a bet with him. Maybe it is the best he can do. 
After all, Haby uses up most of the suckers on bad bets. Yeah, but look at that citizen. He can't have a dime. He is a little seedy. Well, come on, Broadway. Let's go over. Maybe Herbie knows what he's doing. Hiya, Broadway. Cutie. Hi. Hi. Meet Professor Stanley Woodley. Prof, this is Broadway. How do you do? Pretty good. And meet my fiancée, Miss Cutie Andrews. It's a great pleasure, Miss Andrews. Huh? Oh, sure. How are you? Fine, thank you. Uh, I was just telling the prof that he ought to try a bet once in a while. Right, Broadway? You mean you are at the track, but you do not bet? <laughs> well, I came here to study the people. I like to watch them, whether they win or lose. Is that professor just a gag? I beg your pardon? I mean, you're a professor? Sure, sure he is. Uh, from Princeton. That right, Professor? Yes, that's right. I, uh, I had a bad case of pneumonia and came down here to recuperate. Oh, I was telling the prof that it's a big kick to have a C-note or thereabouts on a winner. <laughs> really, I never bet. I'm just interested in people. I walk around and look at them. You kidding? Kidding? No, I'm not. You see, I'm a professor of psychology. What's that? Well, Mr. Herbie, I suppose you can call it the study of people. That's all you do? Yes. Now look, prof, the next race is just coming up. Now, I got a hot horse that can do good. I don't know if I should or not. Oh, why not? Just a C-note. C-note? A hundred bucks. Oh. Oh, no. No, not that much. A fifty, then? I don't think so. A twenty-five? I don't know. Look, make it a ten spot. Hey, but you got to hurry. It's post time. Well, I... <laughs> All right, I'll do okay, it. Okay, come on. We got just time to lay it on. Oh, uh, excuse me, Miss Andrews. Uh, Mr. Broadway? Sure. What's the matter, cutie? Oh, Nothing. Looks like a nice guy. Yeah, he does. Things must be getting pretty tough for Herbie when he has to tout a guy like that. Yeah, I guess so. I hate the whole thing, Broadway. I hate it. I... But maybe someday... Yeah, maybe someday. But there's an awful lot of corners to turn first. Well, the horse Herbie gives Professor Woodley wins. And Herbie sings his bad luck because he does not have a big better instead of Woodley. But it is better than nothing. That same night, it seems Herbie invites Woodley to eat with us. We are finished eating, and Herbie goes off to see what's good for the next day. I am paying no attention to much of anything until I hear Professor Woodley say... No, I'm a bachelor, Miss Andrews. You must get pretty lonesome. Well, not exactly. I have my work. It keeps me pretty busy. I have my home... Home? You have a home? Well, a lot of people wouldn't call it much of a home, but I like it. It's my own. Yeah. Your own. Where is it? Princeton. Fairly close to the university. Uh-huh. Well, I guess there's not much excitement, is there? Not real excitement, no. But you like it? Yes. Yes, I do. What about your home? You live alone? I have a housekeeper. Oh. Nobody else? No, no one. What kind of house you got? Just a small white one. It's got green shutters? Why, yes. How did you know? Oh, I don't know. And... And what kind of vines grow over it? What? This is the most amazing thing I've ever heard. 
You couldn't possibly know all this. Well, that's what you think, Professor. Yes, but you've never seen me before. I've seen the house. Oh, you're joking. I wish I was, Professor. I wish I was. But Broadway, is she joking with me? She's not kidding you, Professor. Oh, it's really astonishing. Uh, go on, Miss Andrews. What else? I don't see any more. Oh, please. I, I hope I haven't offended you. No. But you were so accurate in your description. Forget it, Professor. There are a million and one little white houses with green shutters and vines. But they all belong to somebody else. And that is all the talk about white houses and green shutters. But I notice that Professor Woodley looks more at Cutie than he does before. And she looks at him, too. Like she's seen a man for the first time. Well, it comes up a few more days, and it is late afternoon. And Herbie comes rushing in to where Cutie and me are sitting. Cutie, Broadway, this is it. Huh? What do you say? What's got into you, Herbie? Listen, Professor Woodley. What about him? Here we are thinking he is a two-buck bet. But listen, I catch a quick look in his wallet today. You know what I see? No, what do you see? The guy has got big bills back to back. He is loaded. So what? So what? Broadway, she asks, so what? Well, so do I, as a matter of fact. Look, you two, use your heads. I am looking for a citizen with enough cabbage to lay a big bet so we can clean up. I find him, and you ask, so what? You crazy? Lay off the guy, Herbie. What? He's a nice guy. He's Santa Claus. Sure, you pick one of your hot horses, get him to lay his money. What if the horse loses? I got a horse that can't lose, breezing along. That is a good horse. And he is right. Look, all we got to do is con Woodley into the bet. You, you're figuring on getting him to put up his whole bankroll. Why not? If he wins, I get a split, a good one. And if he loses? So he loses. What's it to you? I guess. Well? Nothing, I guess. Okay. You're always yamming about that joint with the shutters. Okay. Here's our chance to grab it. We had a million chances before. And this is another one. Cutie, this time we take it. And now, back to the Damon Runyon Theater and the famous story, Pick the Winner. So, that is that. Herbie has it all figured to con the professor to put in his role on Breezing Along. I know Cutie does not like this because by now she is more than somewhat interested in Woodley. But Herbie is pretty excited. And he remembers something I tell him. <laughs> I wish I never told him. Because he is going to use it to con Professor Woodley. That makes it perfect, Broadway. Just perfect. Look, Herbie, maybe there's all the money he has. So what? I ain't got a red cent. I see my chance to make a fast pitch. What do you want me to do? Throw it out the window? Cutie does not like any part of it. She will. Look, you tell me the professor is wild when she tells him about his house. So? So? When she tells him she has a dream about breezing along. Herbie. That guy is not a dope. You think he's going to fall for that? No. He falls for cutie. Do not do it, Heidi. Since when is it any of your business? Huh? I guess it is not. You guess right. Okay. Cutie tells him... Cutie tells who what? Hiya, cutie. 
Listen, I got it all worked out. What have you got worked out? Woodley's a sense to listen to you. Now, all you got to do is tell him you had a dream about breezing along. You fool. Do you think he'll go for that? Play it right and he will. You don't mention the horse, just something about wind and stuff like that. Make it look good. You've got a pretty slim idea about his brain. But a pretty fat idea about you and him. What's that crap for? What do you think? Every time he looks at you, he drips sugar. You do, too. Cut that out, Herbie. You and a professor. Do not talk like that, Herbie. Who asked for you? Let her alone. Shut up. Is it any of your business? He's right, Broadway. It's between me and him. You were going to say something, Herbie? Want me to? Why not? Okay. You and him don't mix, Judy. He's Princeton. I'm 42nd Street. Is that it? And there's nothing wrong with it as long as you don't step off. Shut up. No, I won't. Figure how you'd look at Princeton. That'd be good for a lot of laughs, wouldn't it? Please, Herbie. Please. Think about it for a while. Think hard, Judy. You maybe want me to leave, Kitty? No. No, Broadway. I am very sorry I hear all this. How can a guy be so right, Broadway? Herbie? Right? Yeah. Me, Mrs. Princeton, with a white house and green shutters. Look, Cutie, what are you going to do? Do? Play it his way. Of course, Reason Along is a good horse. Maybe he will win. Maybe. And if he does, maybe he'll get a good split. And me? I lose either way, Broadway. I lose either way. I know what Cutie means. If the horse loses, she is a part of cunning Professor Woodley into losing his money. If Reason Along wins, then maybe he's got his stake, and she is stuck with it. Well, it comes up the next day, and Herbie has got Professor Woodley to have breakfast with us. And the scene is as follows. Say, uh, Professor. Hmm? Oh, yes, Herbie. Uh, you say you're a professor of uh, psychology? That is right? Yes. Why? Well, uh, maybe you know something about dreams. <laughs> well, in what way? Cutie tells me when I see her this morning that she has had a funny dream last night. Is that right, Cutie? You hear me, cutie? Yes. I heard you. What was the dream, Miss Andrews? Nothing much. Oh, maybe you'd rather not talk about it. But she would. Go ahead, cutie. Tell us. I... I dreamt I was walking along Flagler Boulevard when... when a wind started to blow in from the north. It was a cold, hard wind and... and then... Yes? What then? A horse ran across in front of me, and that's all. What do you make of it, Professor? Oh, it's hard to say. A dream like that can mean any number of things. You know, uh, Cutie has a lot of dreams. Sometimes what she dreams come true. Like that house of yours, Professor. Oh, yes. Yes, she told me what it was like, and I, I'm sure she never saw it before. Yeah, that... Hey. What's the matter, Herbie? Hey, I just happened to think. There is a horse in the fifth today. A horse named Breezing along. So? Don't you get it? Wind, breeze, horse, cutie's dream, breezing along. <laughs> Herbie, that's a little far-fetched, isn't it? Oh, no, it's not. Look, Professor, let's play the hunch. 
You're asking me to bet on a horse on the strength of a dream? Why not? It's better than just a hunch. And breezing along is a good horse. And he figures to go to the post at a little better than three to one. I'm afraid you can't talk me into it, Herbie. Look, put a bet on him. I got him all handicapped. He can't lose. Not after that dream. It, um, it was a very convenient dream, wasn't it? Convenient dream, Professor? Yes, very. Would you advise me to bet on the horse, Miss Andrews? Sure she would, Professor. That right, cutie? If I had any money, I'd bet it all on breezing along. All right. I'll bet. How much, Herbie? How much can you put on it? I have $5,000. On you? No, in the bank here. I'll put up half of it. It's a deal. You... <clears throat> of course, I expect a little split for my tip. Yes, I understand that. Okay, you wait here. I'll get a form sheet, and I'll find out what the odds are going to be. Do you have very many dreams like this one, Miss Andrews? No. Let's forget it. Broadway. Yeah? That $5,000 is all the money I have in the world. Even losing only half of it would be rather bad. Well, look, Professor, you can still change your mind. But Miss Andrews advised me to place the bet because of her dream. I'm sure she wouldn't tell me to do such a thing if she... Forget it. Of course. You know, I've never believed in hunches before. But I do believe that there are times when odd, peculiar things happen. Your dream, for example, Miss Andrews. It's really very odd that you should have described it as you did. What's funny about it? I told it like I dreamt it. Yes, but you... Well, never mind. Maybe I should forget my training, scientific training, and play the hunch. Is that what you are going to do? Yes, Broadway. That is exactly what I'm going to do. Because of Miss Andrews. Okay. Play it. Play it, you sucker, all the way. Maybe you don't know that Herbie never won a big bet in his life. He's a jinx, a hoodoo. You'll end up in the rain if you go along with him. Out in the rain with no coat, no umbrella. Play it his way. Go ahead. See if I can. Are you still going through with it, Professor Woodley? Yes, Broadway. Now more than ever, I'm going to play my hunch. And he does. He goes to the bank, and when he comes out, he hands Herbie 2,500 potatoes. But it is a very funny thing that he does not go to the track with us. And we do not see Cutie that afternoon either. But Herbie does not care because he figures he is all to the good. However, breezing along loses, and a 20-to-1 shot cops the race. Herbie cannot believe his bad luck. Then we go back to the hotel, and the first thing Herbie does is go see Cutie. This is very funny. She does not show up at the track. She does not answer the door. Well, try the door. Hmm? Oh, yeah. It's open. Cutie. Cutie! Hey! Cutie! Broadway. What is the matter? Look, all her stuff's gone. She does a run-out. How do you like that? She does a run-out on me. Maybe she is very tired of waiting for something, Herbie. For what? Someday I was going to make a steak. I have bad luck today or I'd have it right now. Herbie... 
What? Maybe you better read this note. What note? It is right here on the dresser. Let me see. So she's going to marry the professor. <laughs> okay. Letter. You are not sore? Me? Nah. If I will get you ten, she'll come back. I am not so sure. Why shouldn't you? Well, I do not know right now. But I think you are wrong, Hayden. Now, you may think that is the end of the story, but it is not. Because the payoff comes later when we are back in New York. And what the payoff is, I will tell you in a minute. get back to New York when Herbie manages to hit one good race and we get the fit. Then I do not see him for almost a week until one night I am sitting in Mindy's when who comes in but Herbie. He sits down and speaks as follows. Broadway, today I hear from Mr. and Mrs. Professor Woodley. Huh? You what? I get a letter from them. And what does it say? Look, there is a check for a thousand dollars. Now, it is a cashier's check, so I know it is good. They... They send you a check for $1,000? That is right. And do you know why? I wish I did. But you tell me. You remember the dream I cook up for Cutie to tell the professor so I can con him into a bet? Oh, oh, sure. The one about the cold wind from the north and the horse? That is the one. Well, the professor plays a hunch about that dream. Now, wait a minute. He gives you the money to bet on breezing alone. Sure. But the other half he plays on another horse. But he does not know one horse from another. But he bets, and he wins. On a 20-to-1 shot in the same race that Breezing Along is in. Now, wait a minute. Where does he get the tip? Besides, he guesses that the dream is a phony. Sure, sure. But uh, listen to this. I will read you something from the letter. <clears throat> I thought it rather peculiar that Miss Andrews, now Mrs. Woodley, should describe a cold north wind. That same morning, I had looked at the entries for the races and had seen the name Mistral. I played the hunch. The horse won. So, I am sending you our check for $1,000 in the hope you will not think too harshly of us. Mistral? Mistral? I do not get it. I do not get it either. Until I look in the dictionary and see that Mistral means... Yeah, what? A cold north wind. And so ends the famous Damon Runyon story, Pick the Winner. Listen in again next week for... The Damon Runyon Theater. Damon Runyon Theater with John Brown as Broadway is directed by Richard Sandville and the story is adapted for radio by Russell Hughes. Vern Carstensen is in charge of production. This is a Mayfair production. (laughs) 